And it's not just me, the dying seem to agree too. The pursuit of happiness is pointless. This is what I'm thinking about this week. It's been almost one year since I started my research on the quarter life crisis. And just in case you're listening for the first time, this is the period after uni in which you go out into the world to start living your life only to realize you still have no clue what you wanna do. And one topic that I always have at the forefront of the build a life you love question is happiness. It's the whole reason why I start each podcast with the question, are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy? I do this for two reasons. For one, it forces my guests into reflecting on how they feel and therefore sets a tone for the conversation. But the more important reason was that I was curious to see whether my guests would say exactly the same thing. They never did. This is interesting because we often determine our happiness based upon the happiness of others. We assume that we'll be happy by going to uni because we see that is what brings our friends happiness. Then we assume that we'll be happy when we get a good job because that will bring us in money and then our friends who are also having good jobs seem to be happier, which ultimately leads to a society that constantly craves more. And yet when I think of some of the happiest people on the planet, my mind quickly goes to children who have no clue on what they are or aren't missing out. They're just in the moment enjoying whatever life throws at them, even if that means playing with an empty box. The pursuit of happiness is something which has become so popularized that they even ended up making a movie about it. And although it is a great movie, the idea that you should chase happiness is in of itself extremely unhelpful because it's so fragile and intangible. Like with most things that society has told you to pursue, the question becomes, at what stage have you achieved happiness? If we indeed assume that happiness is worth pursuing, it automatically implies that there's an end destination. What happens when I achieve that destination? Am I then forever happy? Or will I then never be happy again? My reality is that happiness is something I feel in the moment, or actually in most cases after the moment. And it's not just me, the dying seem to agree too. In the list developed by the National Institute of Health, point five says that they wish they had let themselves be happier. To me, the phrasing of this seems fascinating because it implies that happiness is a choice. After all, you let yourself be happy. And if it is indeed a choice, people choose not to be happy, therefore they must logically be unhappy. And I feel like social media has added into this hype of constantly comparing to what other people have, that in general we have become a society of chronically unhappy people no matter how much luxury we have. There's never been a time as easy as it is now to build your own business, to make money online, to travel the world at the same time, you name it. Whatever it is that comes to your mind, the chance is high that it's better now than it ever has been. And yet chronic unhappiness seems to continuously be increasing. Now, I personally believe that relates to this pursuit of happiness, installing this image that there's always gonna be something better. You're constantly pursuing something more. So if the pursuit of happiness is not my answer to happiness, then what is? I've been thinking about that a lot this week and well, I have to refer to the list of the dying yet again, because the number one regret they say they have is that they wished they would have had the courage to live a life true to themselves and not the life others expected of them. To me, that statement highlights the importance of understanding yourself at an early age and realizing as early as possible that you can fast track your 
road to happiness by living a life true to yourself and therewith assuming that happiness is a byproduct not a destination therefore if you spend the time to understand yourself better and understand the components that would enable you to build a life that you truly love i believe that happiness will then follow and with that thinking exercise i want to end this week's podcast do consider sending me a dm to let me know what your thoughts are on happiness whether you look at this differently and with that being said in two weeks time i'll re release another self podcast in which i talk about my new tool on how you can turn dreams into goals so if that's interesting to you consider smashing the subscribe button if you haven't already thanks so much for listening if you're anything like me you may have spent months to some cases years trying to figure out what your passion is you've eventually figured it out and are contemplating making the jump in doing so one of the first things you are faced with when building a new business or even being a creator is finances now the select few love this part i personally do not so luckily, I'm very proud to announce today that I've, I have a sponsor who is able to fix this problem for you. For the Sharp listeners, you may know them from episode 30, Edwin from Moneybird. They decided to sponsor this podcast today. Now, I know that when I started with my business four years ago, I was super overwhelmed by all the things I had to do from sending invoices to doing my taxes. It was all a lot and all very confusing and almost made me stop. Moneybird aims to automize the financial processes such as sending invoices such as sending reminders for invoices such as giving you exactly how you need to fill in your tax overview so if you're a starting entrepreneur or creator in the netherlands i'd absolutely recommend using moneybird i'll add the link to their website in the description down below and with that being said see you next week <laughs>